Hello and welcome to Egg Meat Sperm. In this podcast, we cover everything from fertility, vitality, to humanity. This podcast is all about how the body, mind, and spirit integrate, how the masculine meets the feminine, and how we can integrate the many sides of ourselves to live our fullest potential, and in the process to optimize our fertility and have the family that we've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Dr. Omama. In this season of Egg Meat Sperm, we focus on how the body is consistently talking to us. It's sending us signals about what's happening and how, if we're listening and paying attention, we can help our bodies heal and feel empowered to have our best and optimal fertility. Our topic today is toxins in the environment. It's a really important topic for us to think about, given the the world that we live in, we're surrounded by toxins everywhere we go, and in our homes, also another really big source of toxins. Our guest today is going to help us talk about toxins, shed light on where toxins are, and what we can do to get rid of them from our, our homes, our bodies, and our environment. Beth Greer, AKA Supernatural Mom, is an author, professional keynote speaker, green living consultant, healthy home expert, and impassioned champion of toxin-free living. Her best-selling book, Supernatural Home, shows how chemicals in everyday items like food, beauty products, household cleaners, bedding, and electronics are making us sick. Beth is also a Huffington Post columnist a trusted consumer advocate who eliminated a tumor in her chest without drugs or surgery by making small but radical lifestyle shifts. Formerly president of the Learning Annex, a nationally renowned private alternative adult education company, Beth has empowered thousands to discover new possibilities and make changes in their lives. Welcome, Beth. It's really great to have you here. Thank you. Great to be here. As I mentioned in the intro, toxins are really affecting our world. Um, Everything from cancer to infertility to everyday lifestyle diseases that have maybe lots of symptoms but don't necessarily have a root cause are founded or grounded in toxins. Um, I'm sure you see that in your practice and the people that you work with. So I'm really excited to have you. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's such an important topic that a lot of people are not talking about or even aware of. So it's great that you're doing this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, maybe we'll get into a little bit of your personal story because it seems like it drives a lot of the work that you're doing. Um, Tell me about the tumor that you managed to eradicate. Right. Well, 14 years ago, um, just before my 50th birthday, so I had this pain in my shoulder and um, I went to the chiropractor and after four or five treatments, it was getting worse. And he said, you know, I think you need to go get an MRI because I think you have a herniated disc. When I just, I thought, well, that doesn't even make sense because I didn't injure myself, but okay. So in, during the MRI process, they discovered I had this mass in my chest, and um, I had it biopsied, and it was benign, but it was, it was the size of a tennis ball. It was, you know, it was like that. And it was pressing on the nerves that ran down my arm, and um, my first three fingers were getting numb. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why me? What, how did this happen? I, you know, I, I led, which I thought, 
I was eating healthy, I watched my weight, I didn't smoke, I even had a meditation practice. Mm -hmm. So it came as a shock to me that I would have had this tumor and I had coincidentally um, booked a, a, a week down at the Optimal Health Institute down in San Diego, which mm -hmm. is a place of raw juicing and, oh, and yeah. cleansing and all that, and um, just for some R&R. So I kind of hobbled in there because I was just in such pain. And um, after three days of just doing this juice cleansing and internal cleansing, um, the pain started going away. I, I noticed, well, that I didn't need a sleeping pill to sleep, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, wow, I'm onto something here. This is really interesting. And so I got into this meditation and I, I was asking for guidance. And I said, you know, what, what is it here? And the word came, simplify. And so I realized, you know, simplifying my food, organic, just pure mm -hmm. juices. And um, I went home and I just announced to my husband at the time, okay, I'm going raw. And um, so I simplified my food. And as that was um, feeling better and better, I thought, well, what else can I simplify? And I started looking at the things I put on my skin because our skin is our largest organ. And so... Um, the deodorant, shampoo, um, makeup, all these, you know, I looked at the labels and it's crazy, right? You can't yeah, pronounce like it. everything has 50 ingredients and you right. can't pronounce any of them. That's right, right. yeah. <laughs> so I started switching out to all natural products and one thing, one immediate thing I did, I tried baking soda mm -hmm. um, in a little salt shaker, you know, I put it on my hand and put it under my armpit and it worked as well as the deodorant that I was using. Mm. So. Um, and then I thought, well, what else can I simplify? And I actually was cleaning. I had a bottle of Windex in my hand, and I saw on the label, it says, precautionary statement, hazardous to humans and domestic animals. And I thought, wow. <laughs> uh, what uh, was the label for that? Like, what was it on? Windex. Windex. Yeah, this is something oh, okay. that I grew up with, right? We, most of us use yeah. this kind of thing. And so I thought, wow, this. I'm spraying down. You know, I had a young child at the time, and I thought, using this and this is toxic so I switched out to hydrogen peroxide and right. vinegar and all that and anyway long story short um, six, it took six months the pain was was I felt no pain and then six months after that I had the tumor scanned and it had disappeared oh wow so it was, you know wow. I, I have to tell you that you know three top surgeons all were insisting that I have it taken out because it could turn cancerous at any moment they were telling me you know and they couldn't agree on where to cut me. One wanted to cut me in the front, the other in the back, and the other under my armpit. And um, so it really is like, you know, having faith that I, what I realized was that our bodies are self-healing mm -hmm. if we don't like expose them to all this, hor this the horribleness that we're exposed to that we think is safe. Because mm -hmm. I grew up, you know, with all secret deodorant and Comet and, you know, Windex. And right all the things that have so many ingredients that we don't know how to say the name of. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like for you, Simplify was in your life and your food. Mm -hmm. um, how else has that kind of guided you, the Simplify or? Well, you know, the thing that I noticed um, by Simplifying was that like things that you can't really see or taste, like pesticides, for example, are so toxic. Um, that we don't realize it and that it, mm -hmm. it has a big impact on our, our, our well-being. Mm -hmm. So uh, food additives, food dyes, for example, they're banned in Europe. Mm -hmm. And uh, here they're given, you know, children in particular are, are suffering because they're, 
they're banned in Europe because they, they tested children and they found that they have um, temper tantrums with just 60 milligrams of a food dye. Uh -huh. And a typical meal of like macaroni and cheese and a bag of M&Ms and an orange soda could have well over 100 milligrams. And that's just one meal. Wow. So, you know, to, to pay attention to, to those sorts of things mm -hmm. can really Im impact. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm thinking about temper tantrums, probably ADD, ADHD, right. like oh, things yeah. in kids that yes. is on the rise. Definitely. In yeah. so many ways. Um, and I mean, I don't, I don't remember actually looking into the relationship to toxins, but I can imagine that all the things that we're eating or feeding our children is having a reaction and causing them to have the behavior they have. Yes, and the thing that really surprised me is that they're putting artificial food dyes in children's vitamins, like these Flintstone <laughs> Chewies. Wonderful. Right? And in like children's Tylenol and in um, uh, the cough syrup, you know, it has this purple color. It's like, why would they do that? I guess they want the kids to think it's fun or whatever to have medicine, but you know, meanwhile, it could be having a bad, <clears throat> excuse me, a bad impact on their behavior. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of food, it sounds like, you know, a lot of the common sense things that we should be doing, like get rid of the pesticides from the food. Right, number one. Right, and then eat unprocessed things so yes. you can have more control of what's going into the food. Right, also um, non-GMO food, I really- Non-GMO you know. food, So the yeah. pediatricians that I work with tell me that when they get their kids off of, non uh, off of GM, you know, genetically modified food, that their behavior changes. Their guts heal, because yeah. the gut-brain connection is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you know, I talked to these pediatricians and I said, well, how has your practice changed over the past 10 or 15 years? And they said, well, 90% of the kids are either you know, have weight problems or chronic disease already. You know, it's like at the age of like ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. So, so yeah. So changing their diet is is huge. That's awesome, and it's great to hear that there are pediatricians that are getting on board with this because it is really, to me, it feels like well, these are kind of common sense things, but we do live in the Bay Area. <laughs> We're a little bubble into yeah. ourselves. Right. Um, but even, even that, um, a lot of people are not really aware that, you know, oh, I can shop and buy this stuff because, well, why would, I've had people say to me, why would they sell it if it's not safe? Right. You know? <laughs> uh, for profit? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What are, so um, non-GMO foods, unprocessed food, pesticide-free food, any other um, yeah, the major things. The no, um, the the no food dye. So like you know, I used to feed my daughter you know the 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 yogurt tubes, but it didn't have artificial blue dye in it. You know, you have to find the ones that don't have the, the food coloring because that's mm -hmm. that's big. And artificial sweeteners is another another big one that yeah. you know, sugar yeah. and artificial sweetener. Yeah, yeah. high fructose corn syrup, mm -hmm. those things. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know. So the thing is that you know it can be overwhelming. And so I, I try to keep it simple for people and just have like my top three, you know, mm -hmm. and then once you do those, you kind of ease into the, to the rest. Because when I first wrote my book and I started talking, I, I would look at the, 
faces in the audience and they would be like, oh, you know, <laughs> like they felt doomed, you know, and I didn't yeah. want them to feel that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a nightmare. I want them to, to know that there, it's great now that we have so many more choices and just to be aware and read labels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that we do have lots of options, mm -hmm. which maybe 25 years ago there weren't or it was harder to find them. Yes. Um, so I think that, that we're moving in a direction where it might become the norm. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. soon. hopefully soon, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so the food part we've covered. Let's talk about um, products, like body care products, right? That seems to be a big one, especially for a lot of my clients mm -hmm. who are suffering from infertility and are women, right. um, yeah. we're, they're putting in like 70 toxins, I counted, you oh. know, 70 toxins on average go onto their skin or into their mouth before they walk out the door in yes. the morning. Amazing, right? So I, I had the privilege of, um, there was this uh, a doctor who was um, counseling a woman who was trying to get pregnant actually, and so she did this uh, blood test on her that measured the toxins and she, mm -hmm. she gave me the printout and I looked at it and I, I saw, oh, Tulene, well that's in nail polish. I said, do you yeah. get manicures? Yes, every week. I said, okay, you need to stop or you know, get your a, a natural nail polish. Yeah. Oh, sodium benzoate, do you drink soda? Yes, you know, it was all there, it was in her bloodstream. So, wow. um, yeah, and there were other chemicals that I recognized that, that she was using in her deodorant, in her hair, products and all that. Mm -hmm. And one big trigger for people, for women in particular, are scent, mm -hmm. artificial scents, so artificial fragrance. Um, it can have up to a hundred different synthetic chemicals in that one catch phrase. Fragrance. Fragrance, right. Wow. So because a manufacturer says it's their own secret recipe and they don't have to disclose it, they just have to say fragrance. But think about it, a hundred different chemicals in that one word and then Women are using scented tampons, for example, and... And it's going right into our bodies, yeah. 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 Um, so with that word fragrance, because I haven't necessarily looked into that in particular, um, I, I know that it's usually the very last ingredient. Does that mean that it is the least, like... Um, right, because there is that order on, on a label. Right. And fragrance does come in last. However, you can smell it, right? If you right. can smell it, it's... If you can smell it, it's a problem. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, yeah. if you're using scented sprays and... So I had one client who had a chronic cough and mm -hmm. she was on codeine cough me medicine for two years. And the doctors couldn't figure it out. And she said, you know, the funny thing is that when I sleep in a hotel, I don't cough. And I said, oh, well, let me come over to your home because I know there's something going on there. Yeah. And I walked in her, you know, home looked lovely and kitchen and living rooms. And I walked into her bedroom and she had about 20 scented candles in oh her bedroom. Oh my gosh. And I said, that's it. And she's like, oh no, 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 I'm not getting rid of the candles. You know, these were gifts. These are expensive. These relax me, you know? <laughs> and I had this tug of war with her about like, let's yeah. just experiment. Yeah. Um, and so, and then I walked into her bathroom and she had, everything was scented. So, you know, mousse, perfume, uh, deodorant, everything. Oh, yeah. So she's yeah. just like the scent junkie. So 
got rid of everything. And, and then like three days later, she called me up and she said, my cough is gone. It's a miracle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That it's it's amazing like how many little like chronic things that people have that are related to things that you're ingesting or putting onto your body every single day. Yes. Um, and then I want to talk about the the, the, the environment, the electromagnetic okay. fields. Yeah. yeah. Is that's another big it's one. It's a big one. Yeah. yeah. So now electromagnetic fields feel maybe like on the edge of woo woo right like a little bit like okay are those really affecting us yes and <laughs> i've tried to have those conversations with people and they're like oh no those are fine that's not really affecting me oh, uh, so, so i'm curious your take on like how you explain it to people because well, I grew up in an era where we you know we didn't have it. So I, you know, it was before <laughs> the internet and all that. And I just, I remember just watching a film recently where they showed like UCLA campus back in the, it was the early 80s or the 70s or something. And no one had their phone, you know, they were just walking and talking and it was, and then I remembered back. So every street corner every home every apartment has this wi-fi and you know we're being yeah. blasted by it you can't see it we're being blasted by it right so i recommend that people like don't sleep with your phone next to your head and you know in some cases turn the wi-fi off at night if you can just if you're having trouble sleeping but i'll give you an example of a child who had headaches for two years mm. and um this mother, she, the kid went to my daughter's school. It was like a Waldorf school. And so she's very, you know, conscientious and organic and every, yeah. no scent. And I thought, I, want, I wonder what I'm going to find. Right. And I walked into his bedroom and he had a giant air purifier next to the headboard. And I had this meter that I met yeah. and it was really high. And I said, why do you have this here? And she said, well, he has allergies. And I said, well, why do you have to have it so close to his bed? And she said, well, I thought the closer, the better. <laughs> You know, and I, so we moved it 10 feet away. And then the next morning she called me up in tears and she said, it's the first day in two years that he hasn't had a headache. Wow. So, and the air purifier was causing, or it was just too close to his head. That... Yes, the field that it emitted. Mm -hmm. So things like microwaves, um, clock radios will emit a field mm -hmm. and also cordless phones, believe it or not, the ones that um, have multiple, you know, Head, um, handsets. Mm -hmm. So the base station and the cordless phone are communicating 24-7. So mm. yeah. those fields wow. are, can be higher than those in a cell phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. And like in terms of things that you've seen, like the kid with the headache, other symptoms or signs that people can think about or look for? Oh, I'll give you one other example because this was really dramatic for me. Um, I went into a woman's home and the baby wasn't sleeping. And so I went in, the crib was against a wall. And I said, what's on the other side of the wall? And she's, there was a refrigerator behind the wall. Uh -huh. It was giving off a huge field. Oh, wow. And so we just moved the crib to the other side of the room and the baby slept fine. Uh -huh. So it's important to kind of think about what's, What's on the other side? Yeah. Yeah. Because a wall isn't necessarily blocking a field. No, it's not a barrier. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of research going on with, um, with Wi-Fi. There are schools in, in Europe now that are banning Wi-Fi. So 
there's a movement happening <laughs> of education now right. about that. Well, and so partly I feel like we can control maybe our home environment. Mm -hmm. Is that enough? Because we're walking around in, like right. Whole Foods Wi-Fi signal actually reaches here. Yeah. There's at least 10 different Wi-Fi signals in this building alone, right? So yeah. just, just thinking about like, even if I were to turn mine off, would it make a difference? Right, I hear you. Um, so my belief is like, and this is how I view what happened with me and the tumor, mm -hmm. that I got um, what's called a body burden. You know, I got sort of backed up with all this, the toxins mm -hmm. that I was exposed to. Yeah. So I feel like now that I'm sort of clear and clean that if I'm exposed to some uh, Wi-Fi or if, if I color my hair, which I do, it's kind of the la my last holdout, <laughs> but I do use, I try to use something without ammonia. Um, you know, that it's not going to affect me if, as if I were already toxic. Then, then it kind of, then no, no matter what you come into contact with, then you get sick more often or you're lethargic or you can't sleep. So I feel like vibrantly healthy, like, you know, I feel like I look younger than I did when I had the tumor. And so, um, so yeah. it's all about like, and I, we, uh, naturopathic doctors, we kind of think of it as a bucket like your body's a bucket, right? And you can fill it up with so many things, but once that bucket starts to overflow, you're likely gonna have some sort of symptoms. Right. You so you're basically talking about like reducing what's in that bucket so mm -hmm. your body can handle what it has to That's right. better. Yeah, because there are people who, um, you know, I think who are chemically sensitive, they have too much in their bucket and then they, they're all of a sudden it's like, you know, I know people who have Lyme disease who can't be around scent, I mean, at all, and, you know, right. and they almost want to live in a bubble, so. Burden overload, definitely, yes, right. yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so we've talked about food, EMFs, and then body care products. I'm guessing home care products are also equally toxic, like you were saying, Windex. Oh, yeah, the cleaning products, right? So I have some great recipes in my book, and, you know, just to make cleaning easier and, and non-toxic, yeah. especially if you have children or if you're trying to get pregnant. You know, right. avoid the, the scent and the harsh smell and, and all that. You know, you, when you walk down the, the aisle of the um, grocery store that, with the cleaning products and, you know, if you smell it, you know it's, it's, it's not good. And then I write about greenwashing too because um, Companies will say it's a natural product, mm -hmm. for example, or it's green, but maybe the only green thing about it is that the, the packaging might be recyclable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to call out a product right now, Method, mm -hmm. which is sold at Target. I think they might sell it at other places, but their products, I was always a little bit wary because their products are super colored. Yes. They're like bright blue or bright green. And I was like, how natural is that product? Yeah, and they're scented too. And they're scented. Yeah. And I like finally, I was like one day just like, I'm going to figure this out. And you can't find their, their list of ingredients on their labels. Yeah. Um, it's super tiny. I brought a magnifying glass to try and read it. And every single product in there, um, every single ingredient was toxic. Yes. And I was like, how is this sold as a natural product? Right, that's one of the ones I write about in my book too, because yeah. it's really not. I mean, it's, and I, I once wrote to the company saying, why do you have to put in these artificial colors and scents? And they said, 
we think cleaning should be fun. So they're sort of targeting to a like millennial group yeah. and, you know. Yeah. But it's, it, and it really, like that one in particular gets under my skin a little bit because um, there are naturopathic doctors. You can go to a naturopathic doctor's office, more likely than not, they have a method product. And you go to a chiropractor and people that really believe in healthy living mm -hmm. that use these products and are not reading the label. Yeah, and the label's not very easy, so. <laughs> but I like seventh generation. Their, yeah. their products are really great. And, yeah. and I have a whole list of, of products, sa safe recommendations in my book and on my website. Cool, yeah. awesome, yeah. So I think that it's really important to not be, and I like the word greenwashing, is like, um, it's really important to be aware of what to look for rather than what the label says. Right. And I'm sure there's there's actually I've um, talk about it. I have a little ebook on toxins and I talk about some of the body care products that say natural or mm -hmm. organic and right. there is anything but natural yeah. and organic. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's great. That's yeah. really good service. Yeah, it's important. Mm -hmm. It's just like um, it's really hard to sift through it all but my general rule of thumb is if I can't understand what it is mm -hmm. or it doesn't look familiar or doesn't look it looks like 16 hexa whatever <laughs> it's right. probably not natural yes that's, that's uh, a good rule yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then I think that that could be one step to make things easier for people instead of like, I have to memorize a hundred different no. ingredients. Yes, right. It's just we, really we overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, any other tips that you have that you would like to share? Well, I just wanted to let people know that I have a, um, a podcast radio show called Kids in Crisis. And um, the reason I started it is because my daughter um, had gotten addicted to drugs and alcohol and she has ADHD and so I found a holistic approach to help her. Mm -hmm. And so I want parents to know that there are solutions out there that are not just pharmaceutical drugs to put them on, you know, Adderall and all these other things. And so I interview experts, um, holistic doctors, to talk about different various uh, approaches, natural approaches. So wilderness therapy and nutritional therapies and, you know, different approaches that are designed to kind of like let them know that. So there's a more natural way to, you know, to get to the root cause of what's going, what's really going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that work. Thank um, And with that, we will wrap up. If anyone would like to get in touch with Beth, um, you can go to her website um, and you can also check out her book, Supernatural Home. Thanks for listening to Egg Meat Sperm. If you want more information about holistic fertility, pregnancy, or postpartum, go to www.holisticfertilitycenter.com. You can find us on social media through the links in the show notes below. And if you're trying to conceive, I would love to invite you to join our secret Facebook community called Positive Fertility, where the discussions are up not about what you can't do, but about embracing your body and empowering your fertility. Again, I'm Dr. Omatma, and we'll see you next time.